G'day, 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 g'day. King of the couch is back, baby. How are you all doing? Feeling very... Feeling good. I'm feeling real good tonight. Now, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling really, really happy. Thank you very much for joining me. Episode 56, I think it is. My notes say 55, but I, uh, I'm i going back to back. I just um, did a little episode 55, UFC 251 breakdown. I'm going to talk about the UFC in this episode. If you want to hear about UFC, especially 251, go and check the fucking episode 55 before this one. This is the normal, regular, weekly show where I go through and talk about all my deepest, darkest fantasies, demons, and dreams, and fucking solve the world's problems. Anyway, 9.45 p.m., 13th of July, 2020. Let's fucking go. How is everybody? Firstly, TGIM, thank God it's Monday. I hope everyone's having a good uh, good day, a great day. I hope that you all had a great, great weekend. I had a great weekend. Um, a little bit down today. Um, not not all day. Just I had a, quite a few tens on the weekend. You just you're not depressed by any means. You just gotta you're just a bit down. You know you gotta shake off the 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 alcoholic cobwebs and get back to it. Now let's go to my fucking notes. Let's let's dive into the weekend. Um, I said. I watched UFC all day yesterday, so I'm not going to talk about that. Go and check that out in the episode before this. Um, where are we at? Friday night. Can't even remember. Actually, it was a fucking good... This was a good weekend. We had a great weekend, Beck and I, and, and with a few friends and, and stuff. So I'll paint Friday night. We actually wanted to crack some a little champagne, and we had some Prosecco in the fridge. Wanted to crack some of that uh, just, to, just to toast the fact that I'd been doing this show for one year. I was pretty proud of myself, and she was pretty proud of me. We both had some solid, solid um, sessions at the gym, and actually some really solid sessions at the gym. I was fucking rooted from my Thursday night session. It was it was the first session back where I thought, yeah, I could vomit here, hey. And the legs just went to jelly. The fucking heart was pounding. I thought, yep, get me a spew bucket. Tomo is going for the hurl, but didn't get there. I fucking manned up and got it done. But Friday night, we sat down, we put our Bella to bed. It was lovely, lovely spending time with her. And um, I can't remember what we made for dinner. Um, oh, rice pepper rolls. Good call, Becky. Rice pepper rolls. Anyway, cracked a bottle of Prosecco. We were like, oh, we'll crack some Prosecco, watch a nice movie, hold hands, and maybe make love. We'll see. We'll just see. You know what I mean? We're usually pretty tired on Friday night. <laughs> Fuck me dead. Didn't we get stuck into the Prosecco? We didn't put the movie on. Conversation was just so good, so so good. So we cracked one bottle of prosecco. Then we cracked another bottle of prosecco. Fuck me dead! Haven't we cracked a third bottle of prosecco between us? We were we were fucking going full send it mode. Um, but it was really fun to to do that. Um, we had such good conversation. Relationship people out there, uh, husband wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, girlfriend girlfriend boyfriend boyfriend, whatever your um, whichever way you swing, I don't care. It's just nice sometimes when you get to sit down with your partner and, and you maybe intend to watch a movie and it's cut off because the conversation is so good. We just were talking so much about just life. We reminisce and actually think we did a, went down a bit of a wormhole looking at photos of Arabella for about an hour. That was fun. Uh, and I mean that. That really was fun. We love her to death. So um, I'm sincere when I say that. But it was just such a nice night. Like, yeah, I'm smitten talking about it. I feel good. I actually, yeah, I remember at one point getting quite emotional. I was thinking about, 
I was talking about Arabella. I don't know. I was I was getting emotional. I do remember nearly cried on Friday night. But anyway, that's all good. I'm going to take a quick little sip of I know, I know if you listened to last week's episode and the episode before that and before that, I haven't been drinking through the week. And I've been good. And I probably sound drunk right now. I'm not drunk. I'm, I'm just a bit tired. Um, but I, I've i got my sister-in-law up here, right? Now, firstly, shout out to her. She's not a bad chick. She's a good egg. She can be all right. She can grind my fucking gears. I will say that much. Um, and I wear it on my face, the grinding of the gears. So there's a lot of beer in the house. So they're all having a drink out there. Beck, her and her friend Colby, um, who's an American living in Bondi, now living in my house for one to three weeks. We'll, we'll see how how long this goes. But I thought, fuck it. I'm going to have a drink. So it's different, you know. I, alcohol doesn't give you more fun. It's not, it's not the definition of fun. But it's fucking fun having a beer. I feel chipper. I can guarantee you, and and I'd like some feedback here, anyone that listens to the show regularly, I guarantee when I've got a beer in me, I'm a way more chipper podcast host than when I'm drinking a fucking glass of water. It's just a, it's a vibe. It's a mentality thing. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, alcohol doesn't is not the be all and end all, but it does bring a little bit of fun. Let's be let's be fucking real. Um, I mean, I'm drinking on a school night. This is exciting. Not really drinking. I'm not. I'm not fully sending it like Beck and I did Friday night. I'm just having a quiet little. What have I got here? A furfy, refreshing ale, and it is refreshing. I'm just going to take a little sip. <sighs> Delicious. Try to do a weird thing with my lips there. Sorry, it kind of sounded perverse. Sincere apologies for that awkward sound. A little bit of ASMR for you, uh, for you perverts out there. Yeah, we know it helps you with your anxiety. That's what I say too, but. It's a little bit perverse. I don't care. It truly, truly is. Anyway, so that was Friday night. I um, I wasn't dusty on Saturday morning because I'm a fucking champ. I had a, a wee headache. I've got to be honest, a wee headache. I feel, I've been, even though I've been working out and I haven't been drinking, I go through this phase where I, I, I my anxiety gets a bit high. There's a few things I think I can sort of attribute that to, but um, yeah, maybe that's for next week's episode. I'm still trying to still trying to work that out, but um. Look, I fully sent at the gym last week, fully hit the booze. One thing I did last week, and I didn't really talk about it, um, I don't think I mentioned it on last week's show. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I can't remember. It was last week's show. I'm to remember that. But Beck and I did some intermittent fasting last week. Now, I'd done this before. Um, I tried to do it like 100%, like proper, proper. I think the first time around, I may have had like a black coffee, but like a shitty Nescafe one or something like that. This time around, I, I drink like pod coffee now, and I just was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm over the soy milk anyway. I really like the taste of soy milk. It's a weird thing, but, oh, pardon me. It wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't have a burp. But I'm like, nah, I'll go to a black coffee. Like, I'll just, I'll properly fucking send it with black coffee, you know, and we'll do that. And I'll do the, I'll do the 16 and 8. So I, my first meal was going to be anywhere from 12 to 1 p.m. And then obviously eight hours after that, we cut it off. I eat basically the same things. Don't go crazy. Wasn't going like too unhealthy or anything like that. Just, you know, protein, fats, carbs. Keep it real basic, real simple, you know, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, but, mate, the black coffees, like the long blacks, really fucking knocked me for six. Hey, so the first day, I think I had two, and I was just, I went mental. You know what I mean? I really went mental. Second day, I had I had one. Wednesday, I think I had, I went out. That's right. I met a mate for a coffee. Maybe that was Tuesday I met him for a coffee. I had a proper long black. I didn't have the pod coffees. Then Wednesday, I think I had one. And then 
Thursday, I thought, ah, oh, we're all good here. I had fucking two again, like a psychopath. So I had one when I woke up and sort of chilling with Arabella. Then at like mid-morning, sort of 10 a.m., I had another one. Fucking sent me over the deep end. I was, I, I was just, a, I was just a rocky mess again. So, caffeine sensitivity is a real thing. I really fucking hit me hard. Like, and it was a. Does anyone else get like that? Like, caffeine's a great. I think it's like a great drug. And I will, I'll use the word drug because you can use it to enhance things and stimulate you. But if you're sensitive to it, like I am, I think it can just push you over the edge there in parts. You know. I really do like the taste of caffeine. I really did enjoy the taste of the long blacks I was making. I've got a nice, I, I can sort of perfect my craft at home with the coffees. And I, and I had a nice little thing, but I don't know what the milk does. It must just take the edge off the fucking anxiety bite that the caffeine gives you. But fuck me dead. Two of these things, Jesus Christ, man. The fear was high. The anxiety was high. I, I felt like I was going to fall off my fucking desk chair half the day. It was, it was not a good way, way to be. So needless to say... I'm back on the I'm back on the milky coffees this week. Now we had the intermittent fasting go. You asked, it went pretty good. Um, I like it. I know it's a buzz thing. Probably some people would say that it's it's a fucking thing. I'm, I don't really get down with diets and things like that. I understand that people follow diets. I just I just told you that intermittent fasting, so I have followed a diet. I'm just not real strenuous and crazy with that sort of stuff. The keto thing, whatever. The paleo thing, whatever veganism whatever you want to eat all meat whatever do do whatever tickles your fanny do that i don't care but intermittent fasting i like that because uh look one it helps you you trim up i don't care i lost like a kilo in like four days because i was just eating clean but i I wasn't overeating either And, and it obviously burns fat i think that's the whole idea beyond it another really cool positive thing for me with with intermittent fasting is when and I'm sure we're all guilty of this, you know, like if I have a coffee in the morning and then I have my breakfast, you know, eight, nine o'clock, whatever it is, sometimes I eat at the desk, sometimes I eat an hour before work. Mate, you're hungry, you know what I mean? You've kick started the metabolism. So I'm sitting down at the work for like an hour and the next thing I'm doing like ten AM, ten thirty, I'm hunting around for other food, you know, like so you forget sort of what you're focused on at work because you're like, well, I'm getting a bit hungry here, you know, like so you fuck off and you get some snacks and then you have the snack and then you're like oh fuck it must be lunch you know like i've got the gym later like yeah i can stack up here and lunch do some lunch and then same thing hour and a half two hours later you're like i'm fucking a bit hungry here eh? so what else can we get out of the fucking cupboard oh there's there's jats oh we've got the we've got the aldi edition we've got the etons you know oh i'll have about 15 of those you know and it just continues you know you go to the gym then you eat dinner and then you you go oh fuck i have worked out so i probably deserve a little bit of dessert yes i'll get a little cocoa yogurt and i'll put a fucking pint of granola with it you know that'll be right yeah i've done my workout so what i'm getting at there is i just kept thinking about food as soon as you eat food you're always thinking about the next meal it's 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 like a metaphor for not being present i swear to god when you're eating your food you're already thinking oh shit what potentially might be my next meal the intermittent fasting is good because I would sit down, I'd have my coffee, we'd give our Arabella her brekkie, and then Beck and I would sort of go on with our business. I'd sit down at the computer, you know, 8.39 in the morning and go, right, cool. I don't need to fucking eat anything until at least 12 o'clock, right? And and and, I, and my body was just, my brain was in check and my body was in check. It was like, yeah, cool, we're not hungry, you know what I mean? Now that I'm like, look, I'll go back to just normal eating this week because like Vic's up and she's going to be cooking all sorts of food. She's a great cook. Shout out. She is a good cook. Bondi Food Queen on Instagram. Go and check that out. She's uh, she's a really good cook. 
So she cooks a lot of amazing food when she's here. So I'm not going to turn that down like a, like a psychopath. As I said, I'm not that strict on my diet, so I'm not going to turn down a delicious meal just because it falls out of a fucking eating or fasting window. Holy fuck, it's not Ramadan for me. It's just like, hey, I've got a bit of a flabby gut and I need to lose some fucking weight. But yeah, that's intermittent fasting. I like it. I enjoy it. I think the principles are good. There's heaps of information on the internet about it. You know, I was watching uh, Henry Rollins on the Joe Rogan podcast, just like a little little snippet thing. I'd seen it before, but it's weird. This is creepy how the internet works. We talk about something and then it fucking pops up on the screen, you know? Hey, suggested video. You're fucking spying on me, iPad? This is weird. And he was talking about just literally eating one meal a day, one meal a day, sorry. And and how he got into that was when he was traveling through India and he was sort of not really around a lot of food places and eateries. So he just got into the habit of eating one very large meal a day. And that was it, you know, and he actually follows that like maybe anywhere from sort of one to three meals when he's fasting. But generally speaking, he just has one meal, which I think is crazy. Like, I couldn't imagine just having one meal. Those sort of fasters, like that's that's a crazy fast. That's like not a 16 and eight. That That's just like a, I call that a one meal fast. Like, so you, you know, if it takes you 10 minutes to eat that, you've got 23 hours and 15 minutes where you're fucking fasting the rest of the time. But anyway, I really enjoy intermittent fasting. It, it made me sort of focus a bit more on work. I might, I, you know, I really look forward to the coffee. So that's why I was going out and, and doing the long black, which would fucking send me over the deep end. And I'd have to sort of, you know, do some, uh, do some do some breath work to, to get out of that, which I, I kid about the breath work, but I will talk. About, I'm going to talk about breath work later in the podcast because something that I found very very interesting uh, just very very recently. So, um, would I recommend intermittent fasting? Sure, why not? Um, if you can hold off eating till a time, and then you can cut yourself off eating after another time, then yes, you can do intermittent fasting. Um, I rate it. I do rate it. I do rate it. Anyway. That was last week. Friday came around. Fuck it. We fully sent it. And that was it. Now, Saturday, each week, you know, I do this. When I get to Saturday, I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck we did. But I do remember this week what the fuck we did because it was me good mate Disco Stew's baby shower. Him and Tani, they had a little baby shower. Shout out the fucking triplet king and queen. It was cool. Um, went down in the morning, helped him set up a tent. That's the kind of bloke I am, a top bloke, a loyal, loyal friend. Helped him set up a tent, very masculine of me. Uh, then we fucked off to have a look at a new house, which we didn't. We liked in the photos, but those long-range wide cameras, whew, they are deceiving. Didn't take that one. I will talk about housing shortly too, because that's a new thing that has come up in my life. But went back to the baby shower. It was a 10 o'clock start, so we went and checked the house, but we went back to the baby shower after that. I mean, that was cool. It was awesome. It was good to good to celebrate with Stu and Tani and their their uh, their awesome near 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 addition to the family of triplets. But it was good, you know, meeting his parents. Finally, he's a good friend of mine. You know, I, lo- I love giving him shout outs, and uh, it was good to meet his parents. I'm real chummy with like a lot of my good friends' parents, you know, and their, and their grandparents for that matter, and their families. I, I, that's one thing I believe in. If you're friendly with someone and they've got like some legit family members. Mate, get amongst them, you know what I mean? Some Sometimes, I'll be honest, some, some of my friends, I prefer their parents now that I've, I've met them. But yeah, it was cool to finally meet Stu's parents and um, you know have some snags on the barbie, like legit snags on the barbie. That was awesome. That took me back. I haven't, there's something delicious about a, like a thin sausage in white bread with tomato sauce. So basic, fine dining, it ain't. But it is so, so delicious. 
So we smashed some sausages. I had a few beers. Um, it was good. It was just a lovely day. Like, man, Queensland winter, get fucking better, eh? Like, it's so good. We're down there. I'm literally wearing, I had Golden Boy on, my, my yellow linen, like, unbuttoned down, halfway down the chest. The chest was out. It was feeling good. Had a hat on because it was sunny. And just the pants, you know, it was good. It was just such a lovely day. Arabella was having an awesome time. It was good to spend a lot of time with her. Like, she wanted to hit the playground up, so we were just smashing the slide and the swings. She loves the slide. We were just, like, really... She was fucking sending it on the slide. She loved it. It was just running across the beach, rent down to the water. Like, oh, man, she was having the best time. Like, really... You know what's cool about kids? You put them, you dress them up in these cute little clothes, you know. And some people I see, like, really, really try hard to put their kids into greatest little cute clothes and overly expensive clothes. And I do get that. They look good. And I feel like we try to do that with Arabella, too. We, 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 we dress her, you know, what we feel looks good. But, mate, deep down, there's a, there's the, you know that, like, she's just going to get it fucking filthy. She's going to drop food on it. Maybe a bit of wee, maybe a bit of poo, maybe a bit of vomit. Actually, she never vomits, so I take that back. But she, like, on the weekend, she was in the water, and then she's in the sand, and she's just got this cute little linen number on. It was fucked. It honestly was just, like, shit hanging off it. Her socks are rooted. But you don't give a fuck. You look at them, you're like, that's happy. You're like, I wish I could just wear my clothes and just do exactly what you do. But you're, like, you're old, and you know about washing and and how annoying that is and trying to be some sort of, you know, self-respectable person. But... Yeah, it was just really good to see her have a good time and just send it. Send it is my word of the podcast, by the way. It's my quote of the podcast. But um, yeah, we had double we had double trouble stew time stew time on on the weekend. We went around and watched the Broncos game. Now I'll talk about sport for two secs. I should have got rid of the sport in the, at the very 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 beginning of the podcast. I'm very erratic tonight. I'm sorry about that, but it's just the way I want to do it tonight. The Broncos won. Fuck me dead. They won. How exciting. You know what? And I knew they were going to win too. I tipped them. Disclaimer, I've tipped them every week except for last week. I tipped the Warriors last week, and yeah, I wasn't happy that they got up, but I was happy that the tips got one, you know. But they beat the Bulldogs. I thought, yes, there's a, there's, there's a shining light at the end of this very, very long tunnel, a.k.a. the season. I don't think they're out of the woolwork yet by any means, but it was just good to see the boys win. They were they were a lot more convincing than any other game they've played since the return of football. That was That was really, really cool. Lions lost, unfortunately. Kicking game was not so good, terrible. I won't talk about that because this is a this is a fun, happy podcast, so we won't talk about that. But it was good to see the Bronx up. They've got, I believe, West Tigers on Friday night, so we will see how they go. I I'm hoping for big things, but West Tigers are, are a good team. Actually, I I like nearly a perfect round on my tips this week. Seven from eight, fucking good. And the fucking Tigers let me down too. I thought they were going to get one up on the Rabbitohs. But the Rabbitohs got one up on the Tigers. But anyway, seven from eight. Pretty good fucking round for the old king of the couch. Now, can't remember where I was. Oh, we're at Stu's house watching the Broncos. Uh, It was good. It was just good. Fully sending it again. Just having a lot of beers with him. And then Sunday rolls around. It was UFC all day. Made some bang on pizzas. I made some really good pizzas here. We've got four. We we just made so much pizzas. This is, is, I'm going to give you a quick little recipe here. I sort of stole this from a friend. Shout out, Andrew Sides. I didn't get the exact one, but he sort of put that in my mind. Uh, I like, he's a guy I like to get on the podcast. He's uh, Stratty Beer Co. Go check them out on Instagram. It's his new venture. They just released four packs of 16 packs. I know you know my stance on four packs and things like that, but he's a mate, so you got to spruik it. Um, Stratty Beer, go and check that out. We're hoping to get over to Stratty maybe September to check it out and uh, go and drink a like, 
copious amounts of his deliciously brewed beer. He's a, he's a phenomenal brewer. But we went and had a night at his house once, and he was like testing all these pizzas that I think he's going to have at the, at the brewery, actually. Um, so we sort of like, all right, cool. I see him make his homemade sauce and things like that. So I tried to do that yesterday. So I made four pizzas. I made a pesto chicken pizza. Unreal. I'm going to give you the recipes real, real quick. It was a pizza base, whatever you choose. I'd go for the thinner ones. Go for go for as thin as you can. That's my, my impression. If you make your own dough, that's cool. But time was of the essence. So I, I bought a pizza base. I just lathered it with a bit of pesto sauce, put some mushrooms on there, put some cheese. You've got to put a bit of mozzarella first. That That's a that's a tip. If, you, if you're making pizzas and you're not putting mozzarella cheese down, either just on the sauce or whatever sort of sauce you choose to have, and then you put the toppings on top, I oh, mean, that's amateur. That's amateur hour. Put this mozzarella down. It doesn't, it holds the ingredients and they won't slip off when you bite it. So there was a bit of chicken on that one, bit of mushroom, and then some cheese. Unreal. So good. Loved it. I made a God, I'm forgetting this, but I made a garlic prawn. I marinated some prawns in garlic and a bit of chili. Mate, the the secret to this, all these recipes, except the pesto one, was I got a can of that mutty, and this was Andrew, this is where Andrew Sire comes in. I got a can of this mutty, sort of fine chopped tomatoes, put it on the stovetop, bashed in some oregano, bashed in some Himalayan salt, bashed in some pepper, and that was it. Gave it a stir, and that was the base. Unreal. Unbloody real. So I made a garlic prawn one. That was good. Kept it basic. Put some put some little cheese action on there and some basil. Unreal. Just basic flavors. You don't need to go crazy with pizza. You just need to get your key flavors and really drive them home. We made a prosciutto one. That was unreal. And then we made a basic margarita one with tomato, cheese, bocconcini, basil. Good, 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 good. Fucking king of the couch can cook. So that was good. That was Sunday. Um... But yeah, fully just sent it again. I had about 10 beers and a bottle of rosé yesterday. I, I had, but look, that sounds like an alcoholic thing. And it kind of is. It probably is. It really, really shits on the, the drinking standards uh, that the, you know, health professionals put on us. But I felt good. And it was like I was drinking over the course of the day. This is the problem with drinking, you know. Like some people look at it, oh, that's fucking huge. But it's like, yeah, I had my first beer at 11 when my friend came around. He had a couple too. And I just naturally sort of had them over the day. I still drank water. I still ate food. You know, I didn't intend on driving anywhere. And I felt good. And then was, you know, waiting around for the sister-in-law to come last night. And I cracked uh, I cracked some rosé. And it just tasted so darn good that I kept drinking it. Nearly nodded off on the couch because I was a bit tired. Then she rocked up. You know, she drove in from Sydney. Rocked up at like 9, 9.30. So naturally, I got perked up. Had a couple more. Was up, ch- uh, you know, up late chatting with her. So... Literally from like 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., I've had some drinks. Now that actually I'm voicing this out loud, yeah, it does sound pretty bad, but uh, it's all good. I'm okay. But uh, that was pretty much the fucking weekend. Um, but yeah, so the sister-in-law's in town with her friend Colby from America. Uh, she's been out here for like three years now, so probably going to do a podcast with them. Um, they wanted to be on it tonight. They, they were just dying to get on the couch. They really, really wanted to get on the couch. A hot 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 news tip i actually don't have a couch i'm on a desk chair right now and i don't even have that many spare chairs in here so i'm gonna have to rethink the whole layout for that podcast that can be my first group podcast there will be one later in the week i'll do it i'll probably air it for next week but it'll be me beck her sister vic and colby colby's american a lot of hot topics in america going on so we might dabble in a bit of bit of riot action bit of donald trump who knows where the fuck it will go we'll talk about all the uh 
all the silver tails down there in Bondi, all the fucking expats and uh, immigrants making their way through, and and just see uh, just see what we can come up with. I say immigrants, and I use that term lightly. That was not malicious. That just a lot of backpackers I've been to Bondi don't get don't get offended. Don't get so butthurt about that statement. It's true. Go to Bondi. There's there's it's very very multicultural. Um, so that was my weekend. All right. Where do I go from here? Where does the king of the cats go from here? Well, first he goes and grabs this bottle of Furfy and has a quick swiggeroonie. Hang on one sec. Ah, that's the Furf machine done. Now, I'm actually sitting here. Beck just gave me a glass of red wine, so when I walked out, so full send mode tonight. Um, I've got a couple of things to talk about. I mentioned that I... I, I don't know why where it came from, but I just got interested in, in breathwork all of a sudden. I um, you know me, I'm open as fuck on this podcast, and I talk. That's that's the podcast. That's what I do. But I have recently, I go through waves recently. Um, I I, I think I'm really happy with parts of my life, and I'm a little bit ugh, bored with other parts of my life. I'm back in the gym. I'm I'm really trying to push myself there. I'm really really enjoying that. I'm trying not to drink through the week. T- tonight's out the fucking window though, but I'm not really drinking through the week last week was fine monday tuesday wednesday thursday no drinks we ate we ate clean and i went to the gym both beck and i did and that was good you know i know people go, oh you undid your good work on the weekend but like look it was it, it was okay it was a weekend and that was the way it was going it was just it was it, it was meant to be i'm not upset about it you shouldn't be upset about it. i had a great weekend i got to spend really good amount of time with beck over the weekend when we connected it was it really was an unreal weekend i got to spend some awesome time with some some of my best friends you know families in town it was cool it was fine it is what it is don't beat yourself up too hard you know i don't want to i'm not going for the mr olympia title this year maybe next year we'll come back to that but i have been feeling like waves of anxiety just different things anxiety fear i don't know what it is there's a bit going on at the moment um works back it's all good covid sort of a thing in melbourne i'm not really worried i'm not worried about that i never was worried about that it's just a thing but but it's a weird sort of time with work and a lot of people's work you know we're sort of working we're thinking oh shit is this going to be around but yeah it, it doesn't worry me i'm not really thinking about that i'm just trying to carry on and do the job you know as best as i can um arabella's growing up she actually starts daycare in a week. She's going one day a week. I might talk about that after. I might do a bit of a might do a bit of Arabella goes to daycare breakdown episode because yeah, that's got me in a good way. But I'm a bit rocked about that. Like she, I just look at her and go, "You're too too young, too too cute to go and just hang out with other snotty nosed kids just yet." But you know, she's a peacock. I got to let her fly at some point. So um, there's that. There's I, I don't even know what's the, what it is. Our house situation, I said about our house situation uh, earlier. I didn't really say about the situation, but I said we were looking at another house. So um, we we uh, we effectively sort of share a house with uh, my mother-in-law. I may have mentioned that before. Sort of like a split-level thing, but we sort of share a kitchen. So, look, it's been good. It's afforded us to live exactly where we want to live in a location, but that that is now. That time, you know, that ship for me has sailed. The door is closed on that chapter and Beck and I, we want our own home. We want to start our own family house and we want to, you know, pack up and leave. So we're going to try and break the lease where we're at and and go on and do that. And I feel like it could be the the, the shakeup that I need. I've, I feel like, frankly, I'm, I'm too comfortable in a lot of areas of my life right now. Um, not a lot, a lot of areas, like a couple of main areas of my life right now. 
I think the change of scenery, the change of dynamic in my household will help me a lot. Whether that's me just clawing onto that idea or not, I don't know, and we'll find out when I move out. But yeah, we that's our goal, and we're going to achieve it. And look, subtly, we're pretty good at fucking hitting our goals, you know? Like, oh, I, I think I broke down on a podcast last year about the goals that I hit over the, like the 12 months, but... Sometimes you sort of got to sit back and reassess how far you've come. I'm sitting here right now and going, oh, shit, I've I'm, I'm got these issues in doing that and doing this. But like I said last week, life's good. You know, my life is pretty good. You know, it's up and down, but I can't really complain about it. Oh, fuck me dead. God knows I try to find things to complain about sometimes. But life is good and I'm capable and I've got everything at my fucking disposable to go as hard as I want, you know. And, I'm aw- and, and I get to do this awesome podcast and I get to have you awesome motherfuckers listening in each week to week and i fucking love it but i have been feeling a bit anxious a bit up and downy and a bit this and a bit that so trying to trying to be the guy that doesn't you know, sort of sit there and be woe is me i, I don't I, I know misery loves company but i don't fucking love misery's company so if i'm feeling shit or i'm feeling whatever it is i try to seek out as much as sometimes it can be a bit dark and a bit scary i try to seek out what it is and find what the fuck's going on so you know the gym, for example. It's hard going to the gym. It is. Sometimes you go, why am I doing this? This is fucking hard, and I feel like I'm going to spew. But, mate, as soon as you finish doing something, the, the smile on my face is ear to ear. The endorphins are rushing. I'm being social. It's unreal. I, I, I genuinely am f- I've fallen in love with working out again. There was a long period there where I didn't enjoy it. I can genuinely say I, I look forward to working out now, and I love working out. Um, it's good, and I'm happy that I've got that relationship again. I know Beck's really, really happy that I've got that relationship with working out again, but I am really happy about that. Um, so that's something that I do. Another thing that I've been I've been toying with the idea of um, recently. I don't know what it just it had been sort of in my subconscious. I think, and then I saw Joe Rogan do a post the other day. Um, he's read a new book by a guy called James Nestor, um, and it's called Breathe, and it, it's all about breathing, breath work, and look. Ironically, I run a podcast and I hardly listen to podcasts. I, I really don't listen to podcasts that much at all. I find them distracting when I'm trying to work. And then if I find something that's really interesting in the podcast, I'm, I'm being distracted from my work. So they sort of cancel each other out. So I love podcasts and you learn a lot in podcasts. I just can't focus on it when I'm trying to work. And I find that's the only time I'm, I'm sort of finding free time to do that, if that makes sense. Anyway. I actually listened to a podcast today based on what I saw Joe Rogan post yesterday about having this guy on because it had been in my subconscious thinking about breath work. Now, I've got a couple of friends. Em and Dave have been on the show. I know they do a lot of breath work stuff, so I'm going to reach out to them. Uh, if you're listening, expect a text message or a call because I'm going to reach out. But I've always wanted to know about like breathing, the art of breathing. It sounds fucking dumb because I'm breathing right now. Well, anyone that's listening to the show is breathing right now. I really hope you're breathing right now. <laughs> I really hope you're getting a nice deep, uh, deep couple of breaths in. Actually, just quickly, one sec. I'm gonna have a deep sniff and take in this delicious red wine. Mm. Fucking great drop. Tempest Two, Tempranillo. Go and check it out. But yeah, breath work was a thing that's been in sub- my subconscious for for a little while now. Saw Joe Rogan's post, ah, fuck me dead, saw his post, and then I saw him doing a podcast today. So, mate, it was like an hour and a half podcast, the first podcast I've listened to from start to finish in some time. Actually, one of the last ones I listened to of Joe Rogan was Rob Zombie, so that was totally irrelevant, that was a cool one, but was was when he did, uh, I think Matthew Walker was the guy's name, when he did like a whole podcast on sleep. Two things that you think are just so 
normal and innocent and basic sleeping yep cool do it take it for granted breathing yep cool do it take it for granted mate two of the most interesting topics i've heard talked about in 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 my whole life it was really interesting this whole podcast was just so fucking interesting i try to take notes down and and things like that but you just there's so much going on like so i'm going to go out and get this book this breathe by james nesta and really start to to learn and do different breath work i know him and dave have done like breath work workshops um so i might try and sort of get in on that with them but it's so crazy this term mouth breather i'd I'd heard it but it's an actual thing that there's there's mouth breathing and then there's nasal breathing that just like little things and people might go yeah duh like that makes sense i didn't know this sort of shit these are things that i didn't know um it was crazy so this guy talks a lot about nasal breathing and how that's how that's a thing as i go right now because i'm still fucking congested from this fucking cold it won't piss off but it's it's like i was at the gym before and i tell you what i know i wasn't breathing as hard as like i haven't mastered it but anyway, i listen to this one fucking podcast this is how interesting how it works i listen to one podcast about nasal breathing learning how to breathe and it was sort of like you know Breathe in for six seconds, breathe out for six seconds, all using your nose. So I was sort of doing that on the way to the gym while pumping the, you know, the classic tunes, you know, get me fucking hot, you know, hyped for the gym. So I was doing that in and out, in and out, in and out. As I'm in the gym, right, I usually you're doing deep belly breaths and things like that. Not to say that they're wrong or anything like that, but I was just fixated on what I heard today. So I really made a conscious effort in this in this session to to breathe through my nose. Now, I don't know if it's because I had about 10,000 calories to burn off from the weekend or whatnot, or Stu and Josh and the boys there were really fucking jeering me up. But man, I felt fucking good. It was a 45-minute session. It was an, it were back to normal. There was pull-ups. There was fucking a lot of ab stuff. There was all upper body. I was just, mate, and I, look, you know, credit to me. I've got a nice, tight upper body. It's, it's looking lush. It's my belly that's the issue. And... I felt fucking good, and I don't know if it's because the, the little subtle breathing techniques helped or what, but, um, mate, I was rolling high, rolling high on the breath and rolling high on the fucking emotions in this sesh, but it was good. But breath work, it's very, very interesting. Everybody's probably heard of uh, Wim Hof. Uh, if you haven't, go and check him out. He's fucking interesting. His, his uh, What's his quote? Breathe, motherfucker. Um, he has a very, very interesting story. I think he, his wife died of suicide. She, she committed suicide, unfortunately. They got like five kids and he wanted to really know about mental health. You know, she had, she had those issues and unfortunately killed herself. But from that, he's like, he's, he's really gone deep and, and found a whole other thing within himself. And this is like breath work. You know, the guy's famous for like climbing Everest in like underpants. You know, he's run across the Sahara desert, um, like no water he's he swam he sw- swam he swam under the arctic circle you know what i mean this is fucked up the guy could hold his breath swimming under like full-on sub-zero temperatures it was that cold that his eyes froze over he couldn't see he went blind as he was there but the guy was fine didn't bother him didn't feel the cold and his eyes fucking felt it because you can't regulate the temperature in your eyes there's a bit of trivia for you and that, that was it. So that's Wim Hof. Go and check it out. He's got the Wim Hof method. I'd like to do it. Basically, it's like a, it's a deep sort of breathing. It's interesting. I've watched it on YouTube and, and you can sort of work out um, how to get yourself into like really, really cold or really, really hot temperatures and, and your body can withstand it. 
this guy James Nestor talks about in the podcast. It's a it's a technique called Chumo. Wim Hof is slightly different, but it's sort of based on this. Basically, it's a breathing practice that can build heat within the body. And the idea is to think of a fire within your belly. It's a it, it was crazy. It was like a twenty step process, which I don't know what the twenty steps were. I have to read this fucking book. But like this this there's a there's a YouTube video he recommends where this guy's in like a freezer, basically a big big freezer. He's got a shirt off. He does this for like half an hour. And then they put in a wet towel on him and he gets that hot in a freezer, mind you, that it it completely dries the towel. He, his body completely dries the towel. It was amazing. Just just crazy. But yeah, breath work is really, really interesting. There was one a couple of good things and I'm glad I can share it because I'm sure people have panic attacks. That, you know, I fucking have, have had panic attacks. Touch wood, I don't have one. They're no good. You know, I don't want another one. But this was interesting because when you when you... When you've had, if anyone's had an anxiety or a panic attack, kind of like an asthma attack, you feel like you can't breathe. So what are you naturally trying to do? You're trying to take deep breaths, trying to get air into your body. He uses this, <clears throat> pardon me, he uses this thing where this is where you want to bring in the, the nasal breathing. And he's like, you want to slow your breath down so, so, so much or even hold your breath. And then that's when you start doing the six seconds in and the six seconds out. I'm probably doing this no justice because I'm not a fucking breath breathing scientist but i found it so interesting go and check it out the james nester podcast with uh with joe rogan it was it was good and fuck, kudos to joe rogan hey like the greatest podcast from the world he's the biggest podcast from the world that's for sure he just gets these interesting cats on there and he just knows how to get the answers that you want to hear as a as a as a, as a guest but it's crazy this guy himself like to help him do his nasal breathing techniques this guy actually put tape over his mouth a little bit of tape that held his mouth sort of shut so he couldn't do mouth breathing that's how dedicated this fucking guy was, you know what I mean? He literally um, put taped his mouth up when he went to bed so he could to focus breathing on his nose. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, my God. It was crazy. And another thing, I'll leave you with this. He, he came up with this term, or someone's come up with this term. It's called email apnea, you know, like sleep apnea. It basically, and I'm probably guilty of this, when you, as a human being, focus so much on your computer and your phone, you, you create a really terrible posture, posture, sorry, which really increases really, really poor breathing. Just crazy, all these things, you know, like you have to be so aware of what you're doing, like all the time. But, you know, like we aren't as human beings because life moves very, very fast. And if you're not aware, you know, you might get left behind and have to really fix things uh, down the track. But anyway, breath work Anyone that listens to this show and has got me on Instagram or Facebook and stuff like that, flick me a message and let me know if you do breath work or any breathing techniques or anything like that. I'm, I am really, truly interested to know. I'm looking at breathing apps on my phone to download, and I've got a few articles opened up here. I've got James Nestor's website, and I want to get either an Audible or go and get the actual book. Uh, but I really want to learn how to breathe because this guy really drives home about um, breathing techniques to, to help anxiety in this podcast. So it was really cool. So... Thank you, Joe Rogan, and thank you, James Nestor, for sharing that information because that was fucking unreal. Now, going to finish up shortly here. I got, oh, I'll do a little TV show review. Uh, I don't like being negative and stuff like that. The Sinner, season three. Netflix, if, you, if you've got Netflix, surely you've seen The Sinner. Season one, unreal. Season two, unreal. Season three, uh, not really for me. Not that great. It was the worst of the three. Luckily, there's only three, so that's that's okay. If they make four, five, six, it might be okay. But it just was not good. Go and check it out for yourself and get back to me. That was what I did last week. We finished that shit up. 
I haven't watched a show so recently that like just makes me want to fall asleep in every episode and that the fucking two main guys are just so annoying. I didn't really get the message and yeah, that was crazy. I watched a movie over the weekend called Kill List. I'd highly recommend this though. Um, How do I sum it up in two words? Fucked up is how I'd sum it up. Very, very violent movie. There was a scene where they... um, do some not so pleasant things to a pedophile but it's okay because the pedophile does some not so nice things to little kids so in turn you kind of go all right that makes sense why they're doing that to this guy if you like ultra violent movies and if you like a bit of fucked up cultish sort of shit that makes no sense i'd highly recommend kill list it got like an eight out of ten i'd say eight out of ten for me i was left completely dumbfounded going what the fuck was that i jumped on google tried to get the whole movie explained but kill list very very uh interesting movie if you like violence go and check it out if you don't like violence give it a fucking wide berth and another thing we did last night i'll finish up after this because i'm just rambling at this point but another thing we did last night everyone's been raving about this shit uh we went and put on the jeffrey epstein docu drama series on fucking netflix i think it's called filthy rich Man, I'm one of like four or five episodes in, I think it is, and it just sickens me. Maybe because I've got a daughter, but like, what is it with like these rich as fuck old white dudes that just want to fuck kids, hey? It's it's disgusting. I don't get it. I mean, if he was, if this was, obviously clearly it was all true, it's good that the guy, the cunt's dead, you know what I mean? Now they've got this, this other evil bitch, this Ghislaine Maxwell that's come out of the woodwork and... She's like a groomer. It, grooming is just such a perverted word, isn't it? Just when you say that, you know, like that people actually groom younger people or anyone for, for like a sinister act. Um, interesting though, I think this chick who's now in custody, we haven't seen any photos of her in custody and we haven't seen anything, just like old photos and the fact that we know she's in custody. Um, I think she's already dead personally, uh, unless they come out with some actual real very recent footage of her i think she's already been fucking pop pop in the head you know another another quote-unquote suicide act just like old mr epstein but yeah not a feel-good one old jeffrey Epstein's documentary um but i might try and brave it and finish it um i go and watch a lot of fucked up shit like i like kill list for example i, I like that sort of stuff it's sort of a movie it is a movie and it, a lot of it was fantasy in a way the jeffrey epstein stuff is real and i know it's real and it's fucked up and it and and it's fucked up because it's real. All right, that's how I can sum it up. I don't need to see that stuff. This is not me burying my head in the sand. I don't need to see that. I know there's pedophiles and rapists and murderers and really really bad people all over the world. And then these bad people get caught. Something bad happens to them, you know. In turn, or they go to jail, or they are killed, or they they commit suicide in jail. You know, uh, hush hush, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. But it's. It's disgusting, right, in its nature. So I don't need to see that shit, you know. I don't need to go, oh, cool, this is how we, you know, become a billionaire and do a, a lucrative pedophile ring. It's gross. It's disgusting. It makes me feel sick. So I'm just like, yeah, fuck that. So I maybe finish the show. I maybe not. I'm not really sure. But um, what a perverted cunt. Ugh. Anyway, God, where the fuck am I going with this? I think it's about time the old KOTC wrap this shit up. I'm looking at a lovely drop of Tempranillo. And 100% footy's about to be on, and I like to nerd out in the sports analyst stuff. So I think I think that's it. Episode 56, in the bloody can. Lend me your ears and all that jazz. Lovely, lovely to spend the evening with you again. Uh, King of the Couch, I'm out.
I'll see you next week. I love you all.